The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Welcome back to another broadcast of Hope Reigns, a part of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope travels the country and helps families after disasters. We also build safe homes with ministries to provide a safe place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. So natural disasters and human disasters. And in the next hour, we're going to be sharing some God-sized stories from the mission field. We're going to be talking to leaders in Louisiana serving in the aftermath of Hurricane Ida. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiella. How are you, Mike? I'm doing great this morning. So, so much has been going on. As you know, we talk about it every week, but it just seems like, well, maybe the next show, are we going to have something to talk about? <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> it, it, it just ramps up more and more. <laughs> you know, we have a safe house that we're building uh, with Call to Freedom out in Sioux City, South Dakota. Next month, it's coming up. Um, yes. be, you know, before you know it, I think it's like three weeks from now. We've got 60 volunteers going out to build a facility. More information about that arm of the ministry, go to 8dayshope.com. But Mike, you know, I've been back and forth, but our leaders, uh, many of them have been there for weeks. We've been in Louisiana. We have. We got there within 48 hours of the hurricane. We've been doing some things we've never done before. And so thankful that right now we're partnering with Church of the King in Mandeville, where we've yes. been for two weeks. We're going to be there for at least one more week. We are hosting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Mm. It looks like well over a thousand before we leave next week. If we do leave next week, again, that's why you got to have our, you know, be in our email sure. alerts because we'll let you know what we're doing. But Mike, it's been an amazing time for the church to shine. Hurricane Ida. It's probably, out of all the disasters we've ever done, 60 of them now, after Katrina, it's probably been the most devastating sight and storm that we have seen since then. Well, Category 4, and you have facts and figures. You're great at that. 22,000 power poles poles were were knocked out. Just snapped in half. And what else? Well, well, think about it, Mike. Today's the 18th. The storm happened on the 16th year anniversary of Hurricane Katrina. Oh, my. So 20 day. days, for 20 days now, families still, in some areas, mm. do not have power and just trickling of water. It, No, I can't wrap my head around that. But to get up and, uh, well, that's why, what, we provide shower trailers, we provide the food, and this is something we haven't done, you know, actually feeding Hundreds of families. Yeah, so 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 here, thanks, Mike. So here's here's where the scope is right now. We're in Mandeville, and we're doing a lot of tree work, tarping roofs, and yes, we are gutting out some homes that flooded. We're doing that primarily in Mandeville, Lacombe, and Covington. These are three towns that are north of New Orleans, but we were in Laplace, Louisiana, Mike, in 2013 after Hurricane Isaac. We were. We took in, I think, about 1,600 volunteers came from all over the country. And in eight days, we rebuilt 145 homes for free, mm. all in the name of Jesus. 140? In eight days. Oh, my, my. It's like extreme makeover, and there's not 145 buses. But to see the same town that you served in eight years ago, to see some of the families. Right. Mike, I've been in Laplace multiple, you know, I've been in La Paz probably for five or six of the days that I've been down in Louisiana. 
And Mike, I've met families that we served eight years ago, and here we go again. Okay, what kind of impact are you getting when, when you're talking to these families? I mean, I, I can surmise, but... Mike, they're blown away. Yeah. They're blown away that eight years ago, after Hurricane Isaac, their town flooded, and then eight years later, after they rebuild their homes and buy brand new furniture and get new appliances and, and paint their house and get a new roof that Eight Days of Hope helped rebuild eight years later to no fault of their own. Right. They get three feet of water, no power now for 19 days and oh, counting. Wow. Mm. They, 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 we've had to gut homes and get materials out of their house. And what we've been doing, Mike, is we've been tarping roofs. We brought in malt. We didn't do anything. God sent multiple volunteers to he Eight did. Days of Hope so we can tarp roof after roof after roof. So these families would suffer more damage. Hmm. It's incredible what's being done with volunteers and volunteer leaders, 181, like you, you said. But can we put something in the rest? Folks, I've heard this several times, and I don't like this statement. Why would they stay there? Why would they live there? Oh, Come man. on. Look, um, you, were, you were the facts and figures. We, we were talking one of the previous shows that this, yes, there's been three hurricanes and floods and a nice storm, but... Nothing for 40 years. Wasn't it something of such? Yeah, I mean, Laplace uh, had been spared for, you know, I mean, they, they, yes, they had a little damage, some damage with Katrina, but not to the damage that they're having right now. Hurricane Isaac was an eye-opener. Hurricane Ida has changed Laplace um it, this is going to be a five to seven year recovery in Laplace. And we're not even talking about the wind damage in, La, in, in New Orleans and the damage in Hammond, Louisiana, and the damage in Kenner. And I can go on and on and on. And this is where you as listeners get a chance to be a part of the solution. Mm -hmm. It starts with prayer. We have been in Louisiana within, I think within 24 hours, equipment was already moving that way. Because people in the past have prayed for the ministry of Eight Days of Hope. They volunteer with Eight Days of Hope. They've donated Eight Days of Hope. All of that equipment, Mike, today, wait to hear this number. Today, we have, Eight Days of Hope has over $2 million of equipment in Louisiana. We have two feeding trailers. We have two shower trailers. Uh, we have both of our, our, our nifty lifts, our green machines that go 55 feet in the air. Mm. I think we got five Bobcats. We've got two rapid, rapid response trailer. Uh, I think there's like seven F-350s pulling everything around. We're, we're, we're bringing in, God is sending us, you know, now we have to pay for it, but God is sending us water because right now, sure. even if you have money, you can't find water, but God's opened up doors. We have brought in truckloads of water. We, you know, on a moment's notice, we right. we went out and bought ten, enough food to make tens of thousands of meals for families who have no food. And that is before we raised any money for it. <laughs> yeah, we just right, went right. when the need right, was there. Right, so right. they need to hear that. We need to hear that too. You know, we have partners and some of our partners, all of our partners are on our website. I think of Renaissance Bank. It's a bank down in Tupelo, Mississippi in multiple states. I think of the Barnes Auto Crossing, Barnes Crossing Auto Group. Uh, again, auto dealers in multiple states in the South Mississippi. And I want to say Alabama, Tennessee, I might get that off a little bit. I think about some of our church partners, like the chapel in Western New York, and I think about New Point Community Church in Ohio, Grace Church in Houston, Covenant Church in Dallas. I think about um, you know the churches in Louisiana, Church of the King that we've been partnering with, Hand of Hope, a Joyce Myers Ministries. These partners cover our fixed costs. So when you donate, no matter how much you donate, 100% is going to be spent in Louisiana. Now, I'm not saying that we have it all figured out, but what other nonprofit or ministry 
right now. And I pray that there's some because there's different models. But just know that if you donate, all the dollars that you would donate is going to be spent in Louisiana on food, on water, on tarps, on mucking out homes, on fuel, and so much more. That's got to be, that's got to make you, that's got to motivate you to want to give. If I go to my checkbook, my app, <laughs> cash yeah, app sure, or right, whatever, right. and I know that every single, and I see the pictures on on the news or on go to our website and you can see some of the, 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 the pictures there. I know that that money is going to that picture to help that person out. That's exciting. And I think that's important. So, you know, pray, donate. How about volunteering? If you're 18, That's we right. provide a safe place for you to sleep. In Mandeville, we're Church of the King. It's a beautiful church. Um, air conditioning is on, so uh, we're going to feed you really good. I, I've been in and out of Louisiana. I was doing really good, Mike, and I put three pounds back on. I didn't put eight on this time, but oh, only three. Boy. But, you know, our cooks love making food for the volunteers. Sure. You're going you're to meet families, and you're going to get to pray with people. People are going to come to know Jesus for the first time because you step out in faith. Volunteer. Go to the website, 8dayshope.com. We provide food and lodging. Read the FAQs, Frequently Asked Questions. Yes, we have all the tools. You just got to get down there, and uh, we will put you to service. Not to work, but to service. <laughs> You'll serve. Hey, how about last week, Pastor Danny of Church of the King? Oh, my. I tell you, I love working with these guys. Sure. So they, their staff, they're like right next to us. It's yeah. not like, oh, Steve, here's the building. Good luck. We're praying for you. I'm going to go back to my office and do my emails. No. They're like, where are you going? Where can we go serve with you? I'm like, you, yes. You said they, they were handing out food themselves. Yes, they were. To, to, to they folks. Were. I mean, what and an example. Just, and they were just doing that when the TV's around. You know how some uh, leaders. Yeah. And, and, I, and again, you know, politicians, <laughs> leaders, you know, they're there. They hand out two meals, 25 pictures to get taken, and then they move on. Like, These guys, they were. I mean, Mike, it's a little yeah. warm down there right now. <laughs> And they were sweating it with us, man. Oh, they were just, I wasn't there, but I could just, when we did uh, interview Danny, I could just hear and see the glow on his face as he was yeah, talking about serving people. and loving good, people. Good people. So that's awesome. So again, we are doing things differently. We're in Laplace, Louisiana, in, while we're in other markets in Louisiana, and we're just feeding people. Even the people who have seen power come back on in their homes, where do you go out and buy a brand new refrigerator? Mm, you don't. I mean, there's not one available right. at this point. There will be in a week or two. So where do they get food? So here's what we're doing, Mike. We're giving them one hot meal per person. So if they pull up and they need eight hot meals, they got it. And and we're not talking about, you know, you know, noodles and a little gravy on it. You know, we're talking about protein, carbs, okay. a nice little dessert, some vegetables. And then we're also going to give them a cold lunch that they could put in a cooler right. or eat that day. And some of that is pre-packaged. Uh, protein bars, healthy snacks, okay. uh, water. I mean, mm. water's like gold right now. It, right, it is, yeah. There is none. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to give you a number, Mike. $300. $300 buys a pallet of water and gets it shipped to Laplace, Louisiana. Really? $300. So we have multiple trucks that we went out <laughs> in... <laughs> Oh, I'm glad you don't see the bills. Uh, went out and just went out and said, <laughs> yes. I'm on the board. Yeah. Let me see this. You're going to no. see that eventually. But, you know, we went out. We've already moved multiple truckloads of water, and, and we expect to move multiple more trucks until they're not needed. But if you're out there today, and if you want to make a donation, a $300 donation, we'll buy a pallet of water that we will give a case per family Every day we do this until we run out. And we run out every day. We, we can't get enough water. So if you are willing to support that outreach, just make a donation online in the memo. Put water. Water for Louisiana. 
and we will honor your donation every penny will be buying the water and the freight. It's a little bit less than that. It's about 284 to be honest with you. So, but but 300 is just the round number. It buys a pallet of water okay. and and it pays offsets the freight for us to bring truckloads at a time. And how many families will that pallet? Oh wow, serve? I knew you were going to ask that. I think it's like a um it's 196 uh, Okay. It's yeah, 190. So we wow. we bring 20 pallets at a time and I think there's like 1200 yeah there's 12 or 1300 cases of water will you stump me finally i, I didn't number. i didn't mean to trip no you up i'm gonna on find that, that out in I mean, our break that, now well that's a good motivating factor if my 300 dollars is gonna feed almost 200 or bring get water. water to almost 200 families i want to do that a couple of times yeah we're, we're getting a case for water for a dollar and change okay you wow. can't beat that mike you, no. you want a couple cases. Listen, I'll, I'll, I'll take a pallet over my house. <laughs> no, man. No, no, Hey, no. today, Mike, I'm really excited. Chandler Gurley's our director of yes. operations. She's been in Louisiana since day one. She's been to Waverly, Tennessee, where we just left. Before that, she was in Iowa when we were serving in Cedar Rapids. Before that, she was in Buffalo, New York, mm. where we were serving up in western New York. Chandler Gurley's going to be talking to us um, live in person, of course, in Louisiana. Sure. She's been there. She's there now. And she's going to give us some God-sized stories. And I guarantee to you she's still smiling and loving oh every gosh. minute of what yes. she does yeah she, she awesome. she's amazing so again if you want to volunteer go to eight days of and just click on the button for faqs or more details read the faqs that will save us time of emailing back and forth We're, we have 181 volunteer leaders and every time they they have to respond to a question about do i bring my own tools or or you know do you provide a safe place to sleep that is all on our FAQs, but read the FAQs. Maybe you're part of a men's group. Come down for a day, two, three, five. We're there at least for one more week, and we'll be updating the details on our website if and when we extend. We know we're going to be here in October in Louisiana. Uh, I feel like, Mike, I've been in and out too many times already, mm. but you know, we have a special place in our heart for people down south in Louisiana. We've mm. been there eight times in 16 years. Sure. Unfortunately, we were needed a ninth time. Mm. Well, it, it started, what, 2005? Yep, Hurricane Katrina. And, uh, you know, how many times we've been back since then? Yeah, it's just, it, yeah. it's amazing. Thank you for listening this morning. Uh, we are going to be sharing some God-sized stories in the aftermath of Hurricane Ida as we talk to Chandler Gurley, who's the Director of Operations for 8 Days of Hope. My name's Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiello. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, we'll be back in just a second, but you're listening to Hope Reigns a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products at Provia.com. P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is sex trafficking. We're talking about millions of lives, even children. Did you know the average age of a child who's trafficked in America is 12 years old? Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of the solution with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters in our country, and that's a good thing, but there's less than 1,000 safe places for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking to go to. I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off and end this human tragedy. 
at Eight Days of Hope, we're going to partner with an existing ministry. And for 14 days, we'll bring skilled volunteer professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel facility so that more can be rescued and receive the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. For more information on how you can get involved with our Safe House construction ministry, please email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Are you past the point of weary? Is your burden weighing heavy? Is it all too much to carry? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Do you feel that empty feeling? Cause shame's done all that's stealing. And you're desperate for some healing. Let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way where there ain't no way Rises up from an empty grave Ain't no sinner that he can save Let me tell you about my Jesus His love is strong and his grace is free And the good news is I know that he Can do for you what he's done for me Let me tell you about my Jesus And let my Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Ann Wilson singing her latest, My Jesus. I like that song, Mike. There's something about, you know, I don't know a lot about her. I, I don't think we've ever met her. Has she ever no, been a Kingdom I, Bound up in New, New York State? Not that I recall. Yeah, no. great song. It's climbing up the charts very hmm. quickly. Um, anyways, Ann Wilson. Um, Ann's not with us today, but... <laughs> but in, no disrespect to Miss Ann, we've got someone even better, right? Because we have our yeah. director of operations. She's yes. on hold. We're going to bring her on in a minute. But, Mike, we've been talking about Hurricane Ida. Mm. And, you know, Chandler's going to be sharing some updated information. Right now, we are in two different parts of Louisiana. We're just north of New Orleans and Mandeville okay. at Church of the King. We've got at least one more week there. Go to the website for more details. But, Mike, we've been doing something we've never done in 16 years. We've been feeding people in mass. Mm. We've fed people before, but not day in and day out. No, not to the numbers that they are now. And, and we're bringing water. I mean, mm. water, we, we were saying in the first segment, it's like gold. Mm. You know, we were talking to a pastor the other day, a Pastor James over at Celebration Church, and he was telling me that, you know, get bring water as much yes. as you can get because the power is still not on in every single house in that area and sometimes those basic things we're not even talking about tarping a roof yet or gutting a right. home or rebuilding a home we're talking about water and food it's the basic basis of all needs water and food it, it's just is your is you're talking i'm thinking about that ice storm too and the reason i tie that in with mm. this is that every one of these disasters there's a shortage of something now this one's water what about all the pipe, the pipe fitting? And, yeah, and, and, in Texas, and, the ice storm in January. And the reason I bring that up, it's amazing, Steve. Eight days of hope. I'm going, and I'm 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 putting our money out there to get this done. That's how we can, you know, very boldly and confidently say, you know, donate to this because it's going to take care of people that need water, need need their houses fixed. It's just. Do it today. Well, well, Mike, you know we couldn't do what we do at Eight Days of Hope without the volunteer leaders. There's 181. And we do have five staff members. Uh, four years ago, we added two staff. 
and that um, that has now grown to a whopping five, wow. leading forty three thousand volunteers now. Almost, I think we'll we'll be there before we leave Louisiana. But we could not do what we do, and I'm telling you, we have so many all stars volunteer leaders and all stars as staff members. But I'm telling you, this mm. person, our guest next, she is one in yes. a trillion. Chandler mm. Gurley in Louisiana. Chandler, how are you, my friend? I'm great. Y'all are y'all are amazing. This y'all are so great. I just want y'all to know that. All the listeners, Steve and Mike, they're a joy. Uh, they are such a joy. Well, thank you, Chandler. We, we didn't pay her to say that, so that's no. good. Chandler, so you've been in Louisiana pretty much for the most part since you know within a day, a couple days. Um, right. Before we talk, yeah, we're going to talk about Hurricane Ida, and then we'll talk about you personally in a minute. When you first drove down there and start seeing some of the damage in Laplace, in Manderville, in Lacombe, as you've been driving, what is going through your mind? I mean, you've been to other disasters, but what's going through your mind? Right. I think this one was a little different than most because we were here so soon. So we, as we were driving in, I live in Mississippi. I'm based out of our headquarters in Tupelo. And so I'm about five hours away from where all the damage has uh, took place. And so as you're driving, you're seeing the trees, you're prepa- you're praying, you're preparing, and as you get closer and closer, you start seeing these gas stations, and you start seeing all the exits, exits filled with hundreds of cars that are trying to pull in to get gas. I was l- running low on gas, and so I was about maybe an hour and a half away from where our, ho- our church, church is, and... I found this tiny little gas station um, in the middle of nowhere, thinking that maybe possibly no one was over there. And as Stephen Mike, there was at least 200 cars in this tiny little gas station with like two pumps Mm. waiting to get gas. And so just if you can wrap your mind around that whenever you're, when you're just driving in, the devastation sits in about two hours, one and a half an hour away that this is real and people are in need. And it just totally switches your mindset when you're walking, when you're driving into something like this. So think about that, Mike, mm-hmm. because we didn't even talk about that last week when we started talking about Hurricane Ida. And I saw that too, Chandler, because you know I wasn't there two days mm-hmm. after the storm. I think I was there maybe the fourth or fifth day after the storm. You know, I got a rental car. And so I fly into New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I leave Buffalo, go to New Orleans. And I, I get off the, the rental car, um, um, uh, van. There was two of us. There's normally 30 of us. We, okay. we get off. There's no power. There's mm-hmm. a lady that meets us and says, are you with National or Hertz? I told her the brand. She was follow me. She followed me to the parking lot where the rental cars were. There's no power there. She had to take a picture of my license, really? my credit card, call the 1-800 number to verify that I had a reservation. And then she had to find a set of keys for a car and she says what do you want i said i'll take anything with four tires <laughs> she said i said but don't give me anything fancy because you know we're a ministry i don't want anyone to think that you know we got sure. a lot of money we don't right? right i mean we're just you know we're here to serve and and she says i have one car i don't know what it's to but we're gonna walk around the lot and we're gonna find one that beeps and you know it was That's a small crazy. suv so those little things you see all these cars chandler right. I mean, you weren't in Oz anymore. I mean, you know, no total. I mean, this was the real deal when you were driving in. Yeah, it's the real deal. And what you said earlier in your opening statement was that 
the basic necessities of fuel to get your family out of out of town or to get gas for your generator because there's still no power in the area that we're in right now. So mm-hmm. it's been more than three weeks since since the storm has hit. And so power, um, fuel, water, food, when Jesus tells us himself, meet the basic need. When you meet the basic need of someone that is um, in need, you, this is beyond um, the opportunity to not only share this basic need, food and water, which we're doing here in Laplace now, but the hope of Jesus Christ. But, but when their stomachs are empty and they're, they're thirsty, it's, it's very hard to allow them to see the hope and the, and the powerful name of Jesus and what he is able to do in their life. We need to feed them. We need to give them something to drink, and then we need to give them living water in that order. Hmm. Wow. Simple, but necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't mm-hmm. eat and you don't drink. Um, you don't live. And, you know, Chandler, you've right. seen the lines. And again, we're talking to Chandler Gurley. She's the director of operations for Eight Days of Hope. We're in Mandeville, Louisiana right now. Hundreds and hundreds of volunteers serving families in need. We're in Laplace, Louisiana. We're tarping roofs. We're handing out food. We brought our laundry trailer to give people the dignity yes. to be able to wash their clothes. Now, think about this. Mm-hmm. Listeners, think about this. You're in Ohio today. You're up in Minnesota. And you're like, what do you, you know, relate to me, Steve, because I don't get it. Well, check about, check this. Right. What if you wore the same clothes for the next three days and you didn't have a chance to wash them? Mm. What if all of your clothes were wet and mold was setting in because of a hurricane. You couldn't even right. get to your house. Mm-hmm. And then there's a laundry mm-hmm. trailer, and there's some Christ followers mm-hmm. who are there saying, hey, we'll do your laundry for you, or you can use the unit yourself. And now they get a chance to hear and see the gospel in action. Feeding people, water, tarping roofs, laundry trailer, so much more. Chandler, you've seen the lines. I mean, describe some of the lines right. that you've seen for food. I know you talked about gas, but what about the food and the water aspect? It's unreal, you know, what's incredible about we did it actually we got to witness it in Mandeville as well earlier on our in our trip of people coming to get food and now in Laplace. You know, what's so amazing and what's so interesting is you meet every single type of person. Those that are in such great need that maybe are the lower income level, some middle class level, and then we have people that are 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 people that drive our Lexuses and our Cadillacs and our Mercedes. They're all on equal levels right now because they're well, all in need. Sure. They're all needing food and water because we are in a disaster zone. So it doesn't matter at this point how much money you have. If the power, if electricity isn't on in your area or the linemen haven't gotten the poles up yet, it doesn't matter um, mm-hmm. what your economic status is anymore. So that has been very interesting to see that this is not just your people that are making it barely by on a day-to-day basis without a hurricane. These are all people in need that just need some food and just need some water, and they need hope. And I think that's the beauty of all this, what does, what God does in disaster. If they're, you know, we get to see it almost on a daily basis these days. What God does in the middle of disaster is He unites people together. We've said this so many times, people need people. And he makes everyone on the same playing field. We're all in need. We're all in need of salvation. We're all in need of redemption. Sure. And right now, we're all in need of food and water here in Louisiana. 
so Chandler, with that said, how how are you handling the numbers of volunteers that are coming in? Right, right. So we have our, our numbers are incredible in where we are in the North Shore. So the North Shore is obviously north of um, of the Gulf of Mexico, and the South Shore is where we are seeding and. Um, our numbers of people that are coming in are just phenomenal. Um, we've had, since the first week I was here in Mandeville, we've had 20 states represented already. And um, how people states. just hear the Ooh, 20 states I represented. It. I love it. Mm. I yeah. love it. During a pandemic, so, the mm. church is still shining. I love it. I love it. <laughs> So, so there's volunteers. So volunteers up, are going great. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So the volunteers are in Mandeville, but in Laplace, you're doing things a little bit differently. Describe mm-hmm. to the leaders the the plan for Laplace, Louisiana. I know that you know here we are, you know three, four, five days in, but but tell people right. what's going on in Laplace. Yes. So Laplace, we've got really two two to three different outreaches going on right now. We've got our seeding, which we've already talked about. Our goal is to feed 500 families a day, and right now we are hitting that mark. So we're super thankful for that. Um, we also have two crews out that are skilled tarpers. So what we decided to tarpers. do as a leadership team was to pull our skilled leaders that know how to tarp that can knock out seven to ten homes a day and just go to town and hit as many homes as possible. So you're you're saying every day 15 to 20 homes are getting tarps put on their house for free to protect against further damage with eight days of hope. That's what's going on right now. Hmm. That's what's going on. Yes, sir. I love it. It's incredible. I love it. It's incredible. So food, water, tarping roofs, laundry. And you've seen the laundry trailer in the past, Chandler. We've heard stories. Mm-hmm. People don't realize mm-hmm. sometimes. We, we share that we've seen people come to know Jesus. Mm. I'll never forget. I think we were in Iowa, Chandler, and a gentleman and his son who were there yeah. for about two hours doing laundry, volunteered, mm-hmm. led him to the Lord in the laundry trailer. <laughs> Yes, yeah. and then they both came and served with us for the week. We were actually doing the tree work at the Dracio. Of course, why not? It was right? unreal. Yeah. That's awesome. When I you think know. about it, you, a load of laundry, call, you know, like just to wash it is at least 45 minutes, and then to dry it is right. another 30 to 45 minutes. And so our leaders are stationed there to give, present, give them uh, the ability to to make it, but then also to share Jesus with them. It's so, incredible. Love it, love it. So, okay, so listeners— Okay, you're listening right now across the country on the podcast. You know, you listen, you know, however you're listening. Thank you for joining Hope Brains, a broadcast of 80s Hope. Steve Tiber, Mike Fiello. We're talking to Chandler Gurley. She's in Louisiana right now, and we are serving families in need. We, God is going to use. Eight Days of Hope, and, and other ministries. There's some great ministries down mm-hmm. there. So don't think yeah. this is just about Eight Days of Hope. Find a way to use your gifts, plug in with a ministry that you know, trust, and love, and join with them. If it's not us, we won't be offended. But don't sit on your couch and watch ball game after ball game, and then when you see the news, yeah. say, oh, those poor people. Because that could be you. That could be right. us. And, and so, Chandler, let's talk about this. You've walked mm-hmm. down those streets in the Place. And you've seen the debris six, eight, ten feet high. These are families who in 2013 had a flood that at that point was a record flood until this hurricane. And they had to replace everything, gut everything out, throw everything away. Eight years later, here they go again. Oh, boy. Right. 
What's going through your mind as you've walked those streets and you've met some of the families like Mr. Raymond that we helped out early on or others? What's going through your mind when you when you talk to these families and what are they saying? Right, right. A lot of times, you know, if, you, if you're not familiar with disaster relief and, and you've not seen what God does in disasters, it's very difficult to wrap your mind around. Um, so I do highly encourage you, even if you have a day or two days or three days, just to come and see it for yourself. You know, you will be forever changed. And, you know, at 8 Days of Hope, we will, we'll mention this later, we have many different ways to get involved other than just showing up books on the ground. But our flesh in and of itself is geared towards being overwhelmed immediately right. because we are human and we're not the saviors of the world. And we can't go in and walk these streets and say, okay, we're going to take care of this house, this house, this house, and this house. There are months and sometimes years that goes into the rebuilding process. So whenever I'm walking down these streets and getting to meet the families, I'm listening. Mm. I'm there as the hands and feet of Jesus. What would Jesus be doing? He would be stopping, and he would walk up to Mr. and Mrs. Smith and just be there, be present with the family that is walking through this tragedy. You know, I know that Mike and Steve know this because they've been through many, many disasters. Um, But just being a person that is willing to sit and listen and show up for Mississippi right. or New York or Ohio and say, I'm here because God sent me to tell you that he loves you. He hasn't forgotten you. He's not abandoned you. And he will provide for you. Mm-hmm. That goes beyond any physical thing we could do sure. to their house. So, it goes beyond it. So, Chandler. Have you had one of those those God moments experiences, uh, whether it was at the gas station so far? And I know you're kind of early into this, but uh, something pop right. up that you want to share? Right. And you know what? Yes, but it really happened when we were in the North Shore. We're just getting started here in Laplace, and there's so many families we met there feeding, and they're being witnessed to and um, loved on by local churches and us as well. But we had a family come in. Um, that was actually serving and, like, mucking out their house and taking trees off their roof. And um, they actually came to dinner with us two or three nights ago. And his son, a tree fell right on top of his house. Mm. And his son was laying in the bed, and he heard a sound, and he sat up in the bed, and the tree came straight down where his head was. Oh, my. Straight down. Oh, my. And the dad ended up coming to dinner with us, and we were able to talk to him and hear his story. And he just started crying, and he said, the fact that God spared my son Mm -hmm. has restored my faith. Oh, my. He said, I will come back every night just to worship, just to listen to the Word of God, just to know and praise Him for saving my son, giving us the grace and mercy we don't deserve. You hear that? Those types of stories? More more times in a day, like you, we hear five to six times those stories, and so I'm telling you, it doesn't make sense, guys, and you know that, what God does in, in the middle of a hurricane, the middle of people in need, are what we want to do is we want to go into problem-solving mode, right. and we want to take the burden off their shoulder, but our verse for this whole trip, we always have a verse that we study um, every morning and night. And it's come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. It's Matthew eleven twenty eight, And we have studied that, and we have meditated on that verse. And to go to someone and say, this is an invitation for you. Come to me 
let God take your burden, Amen. let him give you rest. Amen. Hurricane We're living I- that out right now. Thank you, Chandler. Hurricane Ida is uh, was the second most powerful hurricane ever to hit America after Hurricane mm. Katrina. They're estimating, Mike, that this will be the second most costliest hurricane sure. uh, or third, one of those two. And and as right now, eight days of hope, we're in Louisiana, two different sites. If you want to volunteer, if you want to see God move in his people and in you, Take a step of faith. Come serve with us. Go to 8daysofhope.com. Read the FAQs. Come serve for two, three days. Our plans, we're going to expand on these plans. So even though today we're saying that we know we're going to be in Mandeville (coughs) until at least the 25th, excuse me, um, at least to the 25th, we know that in October we are going to be doing something in Louisiana. We're working on details. Don't know if they'll come together tomorrow, the next day, or a week from now. Sign up for our email alerts at 8daysofhope.com. Pray, volunteer, donate. You can do that online. Hey, Chandler, we want to hold on, hang on to you for a couple more minutes. Would you Would you hang on through this break so we can just wrap up with you? Of course. For you guys, I will do anything. Chandler, that is the right answer. (laughs) (laughs) You can stay for the rest of the event now. (laughs) All right. Uh, Thank you for joining us. We're sharing some God-sized stories in the aftermath of Hurricane Ida. Steve Tiber and Mike Fiello, you're listening to Hope Reigns as a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the past 15 years, over 40,000 volunteers have served over 7,000 families after natural disasters. We've also renovated and rebuilt facilities to bring hope and healing to those rescued from sex trafficking. At Eight Days of Hope, we travel coast to coast in the name of Jesus to minister to the brokenhearted. For more information, as always, please visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. Eight Days of Hope is now located in three different areas around the country. Our national headquarters is located in Tupelo, Mississippi. Our Northeast satellite is in Buffalo, New York, and our Midwest satellite just opened up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. God has provided three facilities for us to respond on a moment's notice to love and serve those in need. We would love to add additional monthly partners as we continue to grow. If you're interested in supporting 8 Days of Hope, please click on the Donate tab on our website at 8daysofhope.com. Please consider supporting 8 Days of Hope today.
Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Phil Wickham, House of the Lord. That's mm. a fun song. He is a great artist, songwriter. You can listen to his yeah. music. Yeah, and, and he's had some hits. For some reason, I don't know why, he's never like, I've mm. always thought like, I don't know, I was, I'm was. i really impressed the way he writes and the way he yeah. sings. I thought he would have even more success, to be honest with you. I mean, there's some great worship leaders. I think of, you know, Hillsong, Chris Tomlin. I sure. mean, we go the whole, you know, list. But um, Phil Wickham, I, I, Solid. and he's fun to talk to. Talked to him once at Kingdom Bound. Yeah, no, that, was, I, that was years ago. That was in the beginning, I think, when yeah. he first came over. Yeah. He's we, got a little you, accent. You've always had those opportunities working that main stage. Oh, to, yeah. Get to, to rub to those meet, guys. Yeah. Meet these guys, and they they, 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 they yeah. give you a call once in a while and say, how you doing, Steve? No, okay, quick, quick funny story. So Mike and I help lead a Christian music festival called Kingdom Bound. It's in upstate New York. There's like 28 festivals around America. If you've never been to one, go to one. Oh, sure. my gosh. You'll, you'll have you have a blast. And so we were in the back tent. Stephen, at the time, was maybe 10 or 11 or 12. Okay. And we sat down, and the newsboys sat yes. down at the same picture picnic table and back then remember phil joel he had that real long hair you know you know very (laughs) unique hair and uh steven is eating and phil sits right opposite him and and steven says you look just like the guy from the newsboys (laughs) and he he doesn't miss a beat he looks at steven he goes i've heard that a couple times before (laughs) and then we just had a meal and that was it Uh, i had to tell steven like 10 years later that that was that was hey today we're talking about hurricane ida Please make a donation. Go online at 8daysofhope.com, or you can mail a donation, and we'll give you the P.O. box here at the end of the segment. It's on our website and our Facebook page. Here's our commitment, and we've raised dollars already very quickly. We're using them to buy food, to buy tarps, to buy fuel, to buy and ship water. Mm-hmm. We, we will give you our word. We will spend those dollars in Louisiana, 100% pass-through. Our partners cover our fixed costs. Please go to 8daysofhope.com or you can mail a check to P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803, even though I told you I was going to tell you at the end. I forgot. We need to hear it a couple times. A lot going on, Mike. Yes, yes. I'm going back to uh, Louisiana tomorrow, Mike. Do you need a ride to the airport? No, I've got that. I've got that. I've done this a couple of times. No, I, I can't get you know? out of town right now, so I got to do something. Yeah. I'll take you to the airport. All right. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways. Hey, today we have Chandler Gurley. She's the director of operations for Eight Days of Hope, and she's in Louisiana hanging out with some amazing leaders. Yes. Chandler, tell the listeners a little bit about how you the friendships have developed with the other leaders and how this one one big family comes together because that really happens. You know, we talked to Gary Wilkins last week. He was in in uh, in Tennessee, and you know, God had him there at a very unique time where we needed him to take the lead. He said yes, but he talked a little bit about the Eight Days of Hope family mentality. Share a little bit with the listeners about some of the 181 volunteers in in that community of of, of oneness with Eight Days of Hope. You know, it, it is a family. Whenever you show up to an Eight Days of Hope event, you are now a part of the family. Um, our leaders are incredible. They're from all over the country. And you know what happens whenever you get to see God move in a real way in front of your eyes, and you get to be a part of it, something in you changes, and you truly start understanding your purpose. And regardless if it was eight days of hope or disaster relief or whatever that God has called you to do, once you start stepping out and using your gifts, it's 
becomes, and we've said this many times in, in a funny way, but it does become addictive. It becomes something that, and I think that's what following Christ is all about, is when you start stepping out in faith, when they're surrounded by the body of Christ, there are 181 volunteer leaders, you start seeing why God made you. And I think that's what knits us all together, is that common denominator of God has set us apart, has given us gifts, we're using them together, and we're making a difference. We're building the kingdom of God. What more exciting way to live is that? And even regardless of our 181 leaders here in Louisiana, probably 70% of all the volunteers that have come through have served, have never served with Eight Days of Hope oh before. This is, their very, this is their very first trip. Wow. And they are already. We've had people. We've had people drive from Kansas fourteen hours to serve for one day, for one day, and they turn wow. around and they go back home. And they are one so day. excited because they see why God made them. And just like I said, it might not be disaster relief for you. It might be cooking meals, or it could be helping in orphan care, sex trafficking, or whatever that looks like. But once you start, you will never stop. And that's what our family is all about here at Eight Days of Hope. Just we're just building the kingdom of God together, using what He's blessed us with, and just laying it out on the table and said, "Here I am. Send me. I will go." And it just unites people forever. Chandler, we're going to give you your own radio show because Mike and I, you know, I've done the W O W with my mouth where I say "Wow," you know, where I'm not speaking, and Mike's looking at me like, you know, how do you top all that? Chandler so eloquently said, and Mike so true. It is, Chandler. It just begs this this question. <laughs> What's with you? No, I'm only kidding. How do you? You have energy, you have such passion, and and we know your job load is incredibly oh yes huge yes. How do you keep so just on spot on like you are? <clears throat> well, it's, there's only one. There's only one answer. I have two answers that come to mind. I'm going to give you the first one, then I'll go into the second one. The first answer is it has to start with Jesus. My day cannot start mm. without Him. Okay. And there are many days that you know your workload does take so much, and you do start without Him. And those days that I'm working in my flesh, you know that you're working in your flesh. You know that your energy is depleted. Your spirit is just down. You all know that. You've been followers of Jesus for a long time, so you know what I'm talking about. But whenever my day starts with him to know that this is not about eight days of hope, this is not about Chandler, this is not about anybody else, this is about building the kingdom of God with the gifts he's blessed me with, and he has given me the opportunity to do this through eight days of hope, that is the mindset that that I have to have every day. Um, and the second, and he's going to kill me for saying this, but I have to because it's true. And you ask the question, and I have to answer it, Mike. I have to answer it. But I report to one of the most amazing godly men that I've ever met, and that's Steve, one of the ones sitting right next to you. And he instills in our, us as a staff and as leaders that this is not about eight days of hope. This is about Jesus. This is about the gospel. This is about using the resources. I mean, if you could see, if you've never been a part of Eight Days of Hope or been to our headquarters in Tupelo or even in Buffalo, and if you haven't seen the equipment and the leadership and the volunteer base that God has blessed us with, 
he has given us so much. And that's what Steve continues to point us to is that this is not about Steve. This is not about Eight Days of Hope. This is about building the kingdom of God with what he's given us and stewarding it well. And so it has to be Jesus first. And then second, I have an incredible leader that points me to him. That doesn't point me to anything else. And um, that just keeps you, that keeps you where you need to be, right in the center of God's will. And it's not hard anymore. Well, you're giving me a, 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 a picture right now in my mind. Um, remember the widow that reached out and grabbed the hem of the garment of Jesus? I picture mm-hmm. you and Steve. He's got to hold one part of the hem, and you got a hold of the other. And what you're doing, you're feeding off of Jesus, and you are serving this world through eight days of hope. Praise the Lord. Chandler, first of all, thank you for those kind words. I was getting emotional over here just hearing your heartbeat for the Lord and how we try to do things. We're an imperfect organization, Mm -hmm. I promise you. But church... Find an organization that you can plug into. We'd welcome you to Eight Days Open a Heartbeat. We're going to be in Louisiana for at least another week. We're probably going to take a break. We think things could change on a moment's notice. We plan to be here in October doing something. But come serve with us, and you're going to meet, you know, a volunteer. You know, there's been forty three thousand of them over the last sixteen years, and they get to see Jesus live working through others and working through them. And Chandler, you know, being a Christian, I'll say this, we only got a couple of minutes left. I I didn't come to know Christ till I was 33, Mike. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons why, this sounds crazy now, but I didn't think Christians had fun. I mean, I like to to think sometimes I can be a fun guy. And I like to have fun, and I like to live life full. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, you know, I don't want to just sit in a circle and sing Kumbaya. That wasn't very attractive to me. (laughs) I loved music at the time. Didn't even know anything about Christian music. And, And But then people say yes to Jesus, and then, and I get it. It's not for everyone. But then they kind of watch life go by, and they never take that step, Mike, to get involved with an organization or a church, or a ministry, a feeding pantry, a a single mom ministry, a ministry for orphans or widows, a disaster organization, an arm for sex, whatever it is. But they sit there and they're like, I never see God move. Well, get (laughs) off the couch. You gotta move to see God move. We gotta say yes. (laughs) Yes, Yes, Father, use me. Now where do you want me? But Mike, why is that so important for the church just not to be cheerleaders? But truly, you know, I always say this, the best gospel I ever heard, the best sermon I ever heard is the one I saw. Why is it so important for people that go to a church that are Christ followers to take a step of action? Well, I'm going to take it from this end here, Steve. You'll never fulfill the purpose of Christ, the reason that he saved you and entered your life. You'll never be fulfilled as a person. You'll always be searching until you get up and serve until you go get up and, and do something. That's that's what the model of Jesus did. He walked on the face of this earth, uh, served his 12 disciples, served people, even those that didn't agree with him, didn't love him, and those that actually crucified him. But but God had that all mm. planned out because he rose again on that third day. Amen. But you know, you'll never be satisfied until you follow that pattern. What would Jesus do? It's not just a, mm. a buzz phrase. Chandler, let's, let's close this way. We're gonna give you 90 seconds to appeal to someone today 
and encourage them to either to pray for the ministry, volunteer, or donate. But tell someone who knows very little about Eight Days of Hope. We've been around 16 years. We've helped 7,200 families rebuild their homes. But we're in Louisiana right now helping out Hurricane Ida. Speak to somebody who's thinking about coming to serve with us, to pray, to donate. Just speak to someone who knows very little bit about what God is doing. Right, of course. Simply, we are being the hands and feet of Jesus. God has called us to be his vessel. So on earth, we don't see Jesus tangibly. We can't see God before our eyes. So he has called his church and his people to be his representation. What an honor, first of all, that that is. But we, when we are born again, when we are saved, we are now representing Christ. When we show up to a family's home, that is who they see. That's what we pray for every morning before we go out and serve is, let, let them see you, Jesus. Let them not see me. Let them not see the name. Let them see you. So simply, A Days of Hope is called to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And we would love to give you the opportunity to walk that out, to actually do it, to step out in faith, and to grab a hammer, grab a shovel, <clears throat> and just see what God does. You know, just see what He does through you. And I want to talk to the people that can't, you know, that can't, that is, that maybe are, you know, that aren't able to travel, aren't able to embrace the heat, aren't able to do um, physical labor. God has a place for you. He has a calling on your life. We have so many people that text Steve and I or our office ladies or someone that they know are on our trip and say, please send me a list of 10 things to pray for. I'm going to be a prayer warrior for you while you're in Louisiana. Like, just send me what you need. So, prayer warriors, we appeal to you, those that can't leave their home, please pray for us. We cannot do it without prayer. And if God's blessed you financially, God has blessed you in your business, and you can't leave your home, you can't leave your kids or your wife, or if you're a mom that is the breadwinner, whatever that looks like, and you need to be there to make money to keep your business going, please give. Just like Steve said, every dollar you give goes to Louisiana. We have an incredible system at Eight Days of Hope where all of our partners cover our fixed costs, the light bills, our salaries, our trucks, our equipment. Every dollar you give goes to people in need. Amen. So please Amen. take one and join us. Oh, my. I'm not going to say a word, Mike. Go on. Um, <laughs> great, great job. 103 seconds, but great job, Chandler. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Mike, I know Mike's looking over here, so like, I, I want to pray for. Come on, Mike. Yeah, Come we on, gotta, we got to we got to pray as we wrap up the show here, Father. I'm I am moved as a person in my faith this morning, this moment, by hearing Chandler her her love for you, her yes. passion, Lord, just the way she. Ex- explains everything it it motivates my faith to want to get out and serve and i hope that does to everybody that is listening and those around her protect her physically mentally emotionally spiritually in every way financially bless her thank you for great creativity and giving her even more opportunities to, to share the hope of jesus christ that's in her to to others and god just Take this outreach and give her that what she needs to accomplish your victory in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Chandler. Thank you so much. And thank you for uh, Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. I know I'll see you tomorrow. Um have a great day. Yes, I'll be in Buffalo soon. So anybody that wants to talk about more, it is hope things would love to meet you and have coffee or sit down and 
Now, Mike, she, your company. she loves Buffalo, and okay. she's gonna she's gonna slap my hand. But I'm still praying that you know, um, okay. Her her other half is gonna be a Western I New Yorker. All right, we'll see you later, Chandler. Love it. Uh, she's amazing. Totally I mean, amazing. I'm you know, you. she's in her mid twenties, and I'm telling you. <laughs> she could probably lead this thing tomorrow, right? We both know that. Some of me, I tell you, you think about Adam Hames and John Tidwell, mm-hmm. Hannah Fletcher, so many sure. of our volunteer leaders. God has blessed Eight Days Out with some amazing people. Mike, we only have about a minute left, but just very quickly, um, Chandler Gurley, Louisiana, what did you hear today when you leave? You're going to be thinking through a little bit more. Um, just the way she has taken on the responsibility and what she said, that's why I asked the question, how, how, there's got to be bad days. Right. She knows how to stop in the middle of the day and just give it all back to Jesus. Mm. She really sells out to Jesus. That's what I heard today. And, and things are crazy. In a disaster, the first 24 hours are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Do you know, a couple of weeks ago, I took a couple of days off, first vacation of the year, oh okay. my gosh, before the girls got back to school, and Hurricane Henri was heading to the New England that's area, right. and the flooding in Waverly happened. And for three days... Um, three days, everyone made the decision. Steve didn't have to be a part of it. I mean, the, these leaders are amazing. And, and I was able to get some rest and, and, and make a connection with my number one ministry, my wife and my my kids. Sure. And, and, and Chandler and the other leaders had a chance to use their gifts. They're great leaders, but you instill that into them. You let them do that. And that's a sign of, of your great leadership. Well, thank no, you. And I'm not trying to, you well, know, it's just folks need to hear that. You'll get great leaders around you as you're being that kind of leader that Let's them. And maybe lead. you lead something today. Who are you getting ready to hand the baton off to? Because this yeah. is a relay race. This isn't just one race and you're done. God needs to continue to be glorified and others need to see Jesus in others. This doesn't end with Mike, Steve, or even Chandler or a ministry. So um, some good wisdom there. Hey, yeah. um, we've only got a minute left. Continue to pray for eight days of hope. We know we're going to be in Louisiana for quite a bit longer. Uh, we're going to do things, some things differently. Uh, pray that God sends his saints. Volunteer, go to 8dayshope.com. It's free. We provide food and lodging. You do need to be 18. All the information is on our website. Read the FAQs. Lastly, donate. I know we've talked a little bit about donations a little bit more today. And the reason why is I've been in Louisiana more than not in the last two weeks. And there is no food. There is no water. And there's no power in some of the communities. There are people who have nowhere to turn. And you, by helping us meet those needs, we will honor your donation 100% will end up in Louisiana. We give you our word. Mike sits on the board. We have other board members. We will hold each other accountable to that. Go to 8dayshope.com or you can mail a donation to P.O. Box 3208. That's 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. Mike? Mm-hmm. Have a good weekend, my, my friend. I will, and you have safe travels. Thank you for joining us. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. My name's Steve Tiber, Mike Fiello. Again, go to 8daysofhope.com, but you've been listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.